Welcome to the Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast, covering agriculture and all things related in East Carroll, Madison, Tinsall, Concordia, and Catahoula Parishes. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast. We're glad to have you back and today I am joined with R.L. Frazier and Dennis Burns. Um, How are y'all today? Oh, I'm good. good. Sun shining, out stirring a little bit. Yeah, yeah. it's a beautiful. Day. Got a little shower over the weekend. It makes every you know a little shower makes everything come up, and make it look good. Y'all <laughs> got it. Yeah, we didn't get much here. Uh, did during the week, but not not much over the weekend. Um, but showers brings us to our topic of the day, and our topic of the day is is irrigation. Um, so guys, what do y'all want to talk about when we talk about irrigation? I know we've got moisture sensors and surge valves and pipe planters. Uh, how y'all want to get started? Well, let me, let me start with this. I have been writing, well, I haven't been riding around because I've been sheltered in place, but going back and forth to the station and different places to uh, individual calls, people rolled a lot of pipe on corn last week. You know, a lot of poly pipe went out. I met a farmer this morning in his field. We were sitting on the turn road down there. We were social distancing, but we were sitting on the turn road and talking about irrigation and when they were going to start watering. And he, they rolled out pipe last week. So uh, the pipe is out. Uh, my only concern was, and was, have they all run flow meter? Have they run flows of their wells? You know, Dennis, on that line of thought, we've missed a week of rain, so everybody's got to start irrigating, they think. They think. Mm -hmm. Well, I realize there's some corn that's at a stage that's starting to tassel that does need water. But you know what I'm saying? The general mindset is, oh, we missed a week of rain. We got to go to irrigating. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they're irrigating too quick. Yeah, you're right. And I talked to a grower last week about it, and Earlier in the week, early last week, he was all up in arms about irrigating. I saw him on Thursday, I guess it was Thursday, and uh, he had calmed down a little bit, and he looked at his, he had some sensors out, and they had collected oh. data, and once I got him square on what what to look for and all that, um, he was good, and he was good, though. He's going to wait and see if it rains. You know, I know he's, he may have started today, but... Uh, but he, they were using watermarks, and you know, watermarks, zero is full. Zero is not empty on a watermark. Right. So, and uh, and I told him 60 on corn is what we started looking at, being concerned about. And he was in the, you know, he was in the high 40s, about 50, so it was good. But yeah. here again, it's confusion over it. So, uh, but. You know, and look, and I show back to what we told them years ago when we started fooling with this. You know, one one type sensor reads one direction, the other sensor reads another direction. You know, know your sensors and know how they read first. Well, and and, we talk to your neighbors too much. Yeah, in his case, too, in his case, he uh, you could see he had a he had a deep sensor. And you could see where it hadn't it hadn't reached. He had three sensors down, a shallow, a middle, and a deep. And the deeper was a little a little deeper than what we like to put. But you could see the roots hadn't started pulling yet. They were pulling mm-hmm. hard on the, the of course the top one and the middle one, but they weren't pulling 
they hadn't started pulling on deep one yet. Now yeah. I told him, I said they're probably getting close, but I said you're you can't figure this water in because you don't have any, you know, you know, you're not you're not using this water yet, you know. Yeah. And so he was, we we did a bunch of that, you know. Yeah. But, uh, and there's no and as far as censure goes, whether it's watermarks, which are what are watermarks, fifty five, sixty dollars a piece. If that much, I was thinking more in terms of about forty or forty-five. Yeah, I mean, they're they're good. They're, they're, I mean, they're the old standard. Everything is compared against the watermark. And the watermark, I don't have. I like watermarks. They're good. They're easy. They're easy to put in. You stick them on a piece of PVC pipe. Stick a broom handle in the ground, and away you go. That's it. I mean. You know, we've all three of us have all put them in. We've all pulled them out. They're the easiest, by far, the easiest to pull out. Yeah. You know, the the volumetrics for row rice, you got to use a volumetric. Yeah. So you got to take those post hole diggers out there to dig that hole, but you're only digging down ten inches, so it's not a it's not a killing matter. But when you do pull them up in the fall and you tear those wires, that's one hundred and twenty dollars you left in the ground. So. Yep, and you got to take that same post hole digger and go back there in the fall and dig them up. Yes, so they're not <laughs> the as much. They're not as harder much. in the fall than it was in the spring. Yeah, well, Kylie always made me go dig them up in the fall. So oh, I remember getting yeah, I remember getting that jack out there and <laughs> trying to get. That was a that was a miserable afternoon. <laughs> you know, for you really. I mean, <laughs> you know. Some things, some things about our job are just not that much fun, you know. They're not near, they're not near as much fun as they sound like, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, but that, but there is, you know. Let's let's go back and we've talked about sensors, and you don't. And I think we all agree that if you if you look at your sensor placement in an area that where you can put it and cover 150 to 200 and something acres with one set of sensors because numbers are not set in stone. They're just trends. They're just guidelines. That's it. You know, uh, and that graph, you know, even though we say 60 is a trigger mark, but if it's according to how fast it's going to that 60, if it's going really gradual, you know, increase towards 60, I'll let it slide on out there in the, in the growth of stage too. You know, there's several factors have to play into this. How fast are you depleting that water and at what growth stage and how much, you know, which determines the amount of water that you need. So, you know, it's, it's not set in stone to where it's 60, you flip the switch. It's an art to it, I reckon, is what I'm trying to say. Well, and if you're watching it every day, you'll see that, you know, how fast it's pulling. I mean, yeah. you'll, you'll catch on pretty quick. Now, let me let me say that you said, Kylie, you mentioned the number one thing: watching it every day. If you put in, if you put in any kind of system, I don't care what kind you put in, whether it's the single pipe or it's watermark, whatever data recorder you use, hook it to a modem because you're more likely to sit in your recliner at night and check it than you are to walk out there at one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've all done that. You've looked out there and said, yeah, I think it's working. Don't y'all think it's working? I think it's working. Yeah. So, I mean, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, you, know it's Dennis, just, you know, you remember when we first started with these, had that little blue box hanging out in the middle of that cornfield, and mm-hmm. you had to put a flag at the end of the road to remember which road to walk down. 
<laughs> and then all we had was a laptop computer. We had to tote that sucker down through there uh, two or three hundred yards into the cornfield and unbox it and plug it all in and go back to the truck, then pull it up and read it. Mm-hmm. We got over that real quick. Yeah. That's yeah, a lot that, of work. That, that bill for that sensor, that modem bill, it's cheap. After you, but you need to do that lugging it one year so you can appreciate that, <laughs> how cheap that cell phone bill is. Yes, that's true. That is. And, and anybody... And anybody that tells you, "Well, I can go out there and just push that button," they hadn't, they hadn't, no, they hadn't done it yet. <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. So, um, let's talk about the other thing: flow meter, pipe planter. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have at the Northeast Station, we have a 10 inch and a 12 inch flow meter. They are available to um, for people to come use. Um, just let me, call me, call one of us, say you want to get it. You can come down here, pick it up. Only thing we do is we ask you to go use it and bring it back. And Dennis, uh, I've got a 10 inch in Madison Parish that belongs to Madison Parish. Okay. I forgot. With a, yeah, that's right. And, and I've got the adapters to go down to eight and up to 12 with it. And it again is available. And same well, thing. I just asked them to take care of it and bring it back as soon as possible. Well, that's what um, I just tell everybody. Come, just call, and we I tell everybody where it is. Just come get it, bring it back, and we've sent them from. I've sent them from. All sent of them all the way to Parish. To... Yeah, a little bit everywhere. So. Mm-hmm. But you need that for pipe planter. And Kylie, you want to remind everybody what pipe planter is? <laughs> yeah, that's the, um, I mean, everybody probably listening to this knows what it is. I mean, that's the service that Delta Plastics has um, that you can plug all your information in to tell you what size holes to punch. Um, and I mean, it's, you know, it's a good program. We use it here on the farm all the time. Um, and I think they have some webinars coming up too left that you can still tune in and check out. Um, let's see, what's today's date? Today is the 18th. Um, so the 22nd and the 27th, there's some webinars available. And that's a Friday and a Wednesday. And they'll do one in the morning and one in the evening on each of those days. And if anybody else, after you watch those or have any questions or need some, I guess, more personal help with it, um, reach out to any of us. We're available to help you kind of go through it and um, learn the program. Um, but it's a good little program, and we use it all the time. It yeah. is. I've never had a person yet that I didn't get on Pipe Planner, get them started, and wonder why they took them so long to start using it. They love it. It just mm-hmm. it works. It works. And it really shines in point rows. Yes. And, you know, RL, and it's interesting that I know you and I have done it, and I don't know, Kyle, you've probably done it too. We've had people call up and say, okay, I'm putting a well down. Where do I need to put the riser? Yeah. And we'll run, you know, just knowing what size we can come up with an estimate of the flow and actually help them determine where to put the, the riser down uh, <laughs> to make it efficient to water, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's uh, interesting, but it works. It makes, 
It makes punching holes a lot less complicated and you mm -hmm. just get out there and you, you know, do it and as fun as it is. That's another one of those things about your job that you just don't really enjoy. Uh, that would be mine. I'm never the best at punching holes, but I can put dirt on pipe. I, I'm good at that. Um, yeah. But uh, it just makes things go a lot smoother, and they're good the next year and the next. So yeah, once you do that feasible, you don't have to do it again unless you change something. Now, well, unless you change the the layout of that field, change the road placement or something. Um, now, would y'all suggest checking the flow every couple of years or every year? It doesn't I hurt would, to do it every year. Every year would be yeah. great, but I would say a minimum every two years because. And, and I've actually had folks to check it in the middle of the season, especially here along the river. Yeah. Or the river, when the river goes way down and everybody goes to pulling real hard on that aquifer, we've had some some some, some flows really drop drastically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's not a. It just depends. You know your wells, and you know when you're watering. If you know if it looks like your flows are dropping, it's it's not a bad idea to check it. Yeah. Uh, to be aware of it and at the same time it's not a bad idea to pull a water sample and keep an eye on your salt levels especially when your flow drops off yeah yeah another thing i wouldn't recommend anybody going out there and doing a flow test early early spring while the river's up because you're gonna get a false reading i'm afraid yeah i know i got into that last year on one we done it and then when we finally we done it, and it was really good test. But then we couldn't get enough water later on in the year when we actually started flowing it because of the uh, the river had dropped on us. Yeah, let me let me, and I'm I'm, I'm gonna confess for me and Ariel, uh -oh. we did we did this was that last week? We had a test here on the Northeast Station on the row rise. And we had planted all the row rides. We need to flush it. This is for rain last but we need to flush it. And so we rolled out just, I mean, we're only talking about five acres here. We rolled out the pipe and we said, well, we're just going to flush it. This is nothing. This was some old pipe left over from last year. It already split once. And so we're just going to flush it. Well, let's just punch a great big hole in it. So we did. We pumped that pipe full. We went down there and punched what, one inch hole? Whatever the biggest hole, so I think it was 15, 16. 15, 16. It, was, it was a big hole. We punched a big hole. Let me tell you what. We got about halfway down that field. We ran out of water. You know. And that was a 1,500-gallon-a-minute well. Yeah. I mean, we, now let me tell you what. The first few holes, we were pumping some water out. Oh. But that's, how much, that's the difference in just thinking you can just punch holes and actually using pipe planter on a bigger scale. I mean, we were just trying to get some water across it. I mean, the pipe had already split once, and we were fighting with that. And I think we patched it once or twice. And so we were, we were just trying to get some water out there to get the rice up. And uh, we ended up having to mess with it. And then we got a, then we got a rain. So it all worked. But <laughs> and then the rice that, didn't huh? come up. The birds got the rice, didn't they? Birds got. I think that uh, Josh's came up. All the plot planter came up. And uh, but the uh, our fertigation part, we may have to live with what we got. Okay, we'll look. I looked at it today. 
So I think we may, I hadn't talked to him, but I think we may live with what we got. Okay. So, okay. so anyway, anything else about irrigation? It, just call us. Yeah, yeah. And, and another one more thing on the sensors, Dennis. You and I've been there because I've called you to come look and you sent me stuff to look at. Folks, when you get your sensors down, trust them. It's hard to trust them sensors sometimes because they may yeah. be telling you do not irrigate and all your neighbors are irrigating and you begin to scratch your head. But I've yet to find, have them, the sensors to lie to me. Now, I've had sensors go bad, and you could tell the difference. But trust that sensor. Trust You're it. Right. It'll, it'll save you some time and money. Mm-hmm. You're right. That's it. So, Kylie, we got, I know we're, we're actually, the extension offices are open, but we're not open to the public. And we're out and about a little bit, making a few calls. We have to go directly there, no unnecessary travel. But, um, do we have any kind of events coming up? What are we doing as far as field days? Um, I think everybody's gone to the virtual uh, format as far as field days is coming up. The two big field days that I know about are coming up for the rice field day, like we talked about last week on the podcast, and uh, Dean Lee field day. Uh, originally, I think those were scheduled. The rice was July 1st, and Dean Lee was, I think, June 18th, sometime mid-June. Um but I think now, you know, with the new rules and everything coming out, I think everybody's going virtual with field days or doing doing some type of format, however it ends up being. Uh, but if you need, if you're wanting to uh, tune into any of that, uh, we're definitely going to be putting that out on our Twitter account and Facebook pages and stuff like that. So check your emails, check check us out on social media, um, and keep listening along, and we'll we'll keep you up to date on what's going on as far as field days go. Um, the only thing that I know of now that's that's currently going on is the beef brunch webinars that the um, the cattlemen people are putting together. So if you have beef cattle, um, these are actually really good uh, little webinars that you can tune in. They have their own um, YouTube channel that they're posting these to. You can just search the livestock channel on YouTube, um, LSU Ag Center livestock channel. And that's on YouTube, and it'll take you right to it. Of course, if anybody needs a link, just check in with us. We'll we'll get that to you. They released one, I think, an episode last week, or maybe they may have done it this week. I'm not sure. But anyway, they have one out right now, and it's uh, C. Brown, and he's talking about army worms and pastures. Um, and I think Jason Holmes is going to be the next one coming up. So if you got beef cattle, they're doing a really good job putting those out, and they're real educational. And of course, stay tuned to us on social media, and we'll get get that in your hands if you're interested. Hey, Kyle, you left off that you're y'all is the horticulture group. Y'all are putting out a bunch of videos for how to grow um, vegetables and different things too. So. Yeah, uh, um, just. Follow one of us on Facebook. We've got the Facebook channel, uh, Facebook page, Northeast uh, Horticulture page. Um, everybody's uh, posting videos to it, and you know they're not, I guess, assigned topics to any kind of particular thing. So if you're interested in in horticulture, like gardening or flowers or any of that kind of stuff, um, we're putting information out there. 
And uh, all that's linked back to the YouTube channel there, but all the YouTube channel stuff will get posted to that Facebook page. So yeah, check us out and uh, follow along and hopefully uh, you learn something. Oh yeah, we'll make a garden. We won't starve. <laughs> there you go. Yep. You know, but I might need a diet after being up shut in for, you know, a month. Tell me about it. Uh, tell me about it. Uh, I know you couldn't find any pot and soil this weekend, cause, or maybe it was Mother's Day weekend, because Will had bought me a, a feed trough or whatever so I could put a uh, little garden in. And uh, it's a lot of people out doing a lot of gardening because you couldn't even find any pot and soil in the area. So <laughs> I got the trough with no dirt. <laughs> right. That's job security for you. You know, as horticulture uh, yeah. agent, that's your job security. Teach people that's how to right. grow, grow stuff. So, yeah, I hear it. Uh, Will had called actually to talk to the uh, which y'all know Crawford up there in, mm-hmm. in Dennis's town, or maybe that was you telling me, Dennis. I don't know if it's Will or you, but talking about how people were his phone was ringing off the hook wanting gin trash. So, he, yeah, uh, I home, him. there's a lot to do. I saw him again the other day, and, and he said. He just shook his head. He said, I can't keep up. I can't keep up. Which, you know, in his, in, with him and the, the gin trash, the compost, is not a bad deal, you know? No. You know? And and if you want to, I'm thinking about it and we're talking about it. We we did that podcast with Kiki Fon- a couple of weeks ago. You can always go back and replay it. Or if you hadn't haven't heard that one, just go back to it and listen to it. Kiki does a good job talking about vegetable gardening and um, breaks down a few science questions that we had had about cucumbers and how they pollinate and stuff like that. I thought she did a really good job with that. So if you if you want any of that information, um, just scroll down on our podcast. It's one of the episodes we released a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, Kiki's very knowledgeable and does a very good job of getting information out to you and in a way you can understand it too. I like working exactly. with her. Exactly. Yeah, I love working with Kiki. She's you know, she gets on the, she gets on our level. Yeah. You know, talking about this COVID, it kind of another thought I thought about there, Kylie. When you talk about the beef kettle, uh beef brunch and all that. Mm-hmm. I've been seeing a lot of different folks posting on Facebook accounts. Uh people are going, you know, with the grocery stores running out of beef. Mm-hmm. Folks that are now selling half and whole beef, you know, farm raised, and that's just directly supporting the local farmers. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a bad deal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's definitely you a shortage. Don't to hold that much meat. Now that's the problem sometimes. Yeah. Well, it's country living at its best, right there. there so, because boy can't survive. I think they that's wrote it. a song about that. <laughs> well guys we've been on here for about 30 minutes so uh if y'all are ready to close um if you have anything to add i'll just close up for us is that y'all got it i'm good i'm good okay well thanks everybody for listening um as always tune in next week we'll have another episode out for you um and uh again thanks check us out on twitter for more information thank you Kylie. thanks Kylie. The Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast is produced by the LSU Ag Center Extension Service. For more information, visit the LSUAgCenter.com or contact your local extension office.